The zoo of danger is now closed. Please head to the nearest exits. Thank you. Welcome back to the Danger Zoo. I am Coyote, here with Baby Bird, ah! Grumpy Gorilla, Booga Booga. and today at the zoo, we are discussing the perfect restaurant. Now, it could be a restaurant you've been to that you have decided is the perfect restaurant, or it could be a restaurant you make up in your own mind. We need to break this down first. Break down the discussion into sections. First of all, what part of a perfect restaurant do you mean? Working at it or like eating at it? That's up to you. Okay, so either way, I guess we'll just come up with a standard. So the first thing is obviously food and then service, ambiance. It's the only thing I can think of right now. Anyone else? Servers. It's the right type of person. I don't want to go to a Chinese restaurant where a guy named Dale is my waiter. Oh, they meant type of service. I meant people. I want no fucking bing bong. Excuse me? You said type of service? This is not a nail salon or a massage parlor, so please calm down. And if Dale wants to jerk you off after your meal, so be it. Accept it. I don't want that kind of happy meal. <laughs> You're forgetting location, because the location is a very important part of what makes a good restaurant good. And I guess we can do it like Yelp. We'll rate it as a five-star kind of thing, right? So everything would have to be well-equipped to make ourselves the perfect restaurant that we want to eat at or work at. So, shall we start with food? I mean, yes. For food, I like all types of food. That's not true. I like very specific food, but I have tried lots of food when I stopped being a bitch and wanted to try new things. But the most diverse food I have always found out there, pizza. I could always eat pizza. There's nobody in the world that I want to associate with that does not like pizza. I'm sure you listeners out there can tell that this is the white man talking right now, not other Asians. Well, we don't all want to eat fish skeletons and garbage all the time. Well, I mean, it's it's really true that other cultures other than the white man are a lot more cultured when it comes to food, especially, you know, our palates are just like that. And that's nothing against you guys, but it's just across the board, any like European whites, American whites, pretty similar foods. It's wildly different. Now, if you're talking about American, yeah, but like over in Europe, they eat very different foods than us here. I get what you're saying, but I think it's more... American, yes. American is a very specific type of food. And our food's very easily recreated in other countries like burgers, french fries. I don't call them chips because this is America. No, I mean, mate. <laughs> but no, over there they have fish and chips and what, pastas? Actually, Chinese. It's not even Italian, right? Pizza is what I would pick. It is nostalgic for me because of like Little League games going after t-ball practice to Pizza Hut when they still had the red shitty glasses and they had the awesome red roof. Sir, I don't think you've stated whether, is this somewhere that you want to work at, like run as an establishment, or did you want to eat at? It sounds like it's somewhere he wants to live at with how much he's talking about this pizza. The pizza pie. Both. And I'm trying to move the fuck on from it and pass it off to what you used to keep talking about why people eat terrible food. I would, I would like to eat and I would like to work there. But pizza, pizza is the food I want to go with because it's always been my favorite food and I could eat it the most because I could change up toppings on it. Like if you go to Mod's Pizza, they have ridiculous toppings like broccoli and anchovies. Not exactly ridiculous, but they have croutons, all sorts of shit you can put on there. If you want to talk about perfect food, are you only going to serve pizzas? I could pick a big restaurant where we serve lots of different foods, but I've watched too much Gordon Ramsay to know that I can't have a big menu. Otherwise, I'll fail. Which leads me to my menu. Six items max. Every three months, rotating. 
I like that idea of rotating. Is it rotating just dish in a certain type of food, or is it going to rotate like types of food, like Chinese, Italian? Local seasonal items. I think that's amazing. But usually, like, they would have a constant. They have to have a constant. The fan favorite. Most of the time, those would be food trucks. As far as restaurants go, like, if it was an actual restaurant, you'd want to keep a constant on at least some of the dishes. But six items, and it's constantly changing. I swear, if you fucking make something amazing, and the next season, I don't fucking get it, I'm going to kill somebody. You hear us, McDonald's, bring the goddamn McRib back. The McRib is chewable rubber. I digress. I understand that restaurants survive the patronage of its customers. In my restaurant, I do not give a fuck about the customer because they're always wrong, no matter what. If I make something amazing that you love, tough tits, bitch. Come back next year when it's back on the menu. No substitutions. Six items on the menu. Twelve seats at the table that's around where I cook. That sounds amazing. Also reminds me that... The movie that Baby Bird and I had just watched, The Menu, oh my god. Like that movie is a chef's porn. Like it's everything that a chef would love to do to every customer who disrespects their dishes. If you haven't seen it, The Menu, you should watch it. Oh, 12 seats around where I cook. Granted, you know, there's going to be a prep section, maybe behind a door. But otherwise, final serving is at the counter around where they sit. Like I said, no substitutions, 12 seats, no reservations. There's going to be a vacancy sign out front that will say no vacancy if all 12 seats are filled. And it's going to be first come, first serve. I don't give a shit if you're a food blogger. What are they called? Those those foodie people? I hate the word foodie. Wow, you eat food like everybody else. Fuck you. This is a, a very difficult question for me to answer. To even choose, like, to choose what food. I, I, just, I just love all food. There, I have no go-to or no favorite. I could eat all food. And I'm literally trying to remember when I had the most perfect dish. But I enjoy food put in front of me in every way, shape, or form. I can tell you all the bad foods that I don't like. It would have to, I, th- I guess my food would have to consist of, like, a certain consistency. So there would have to be a crunch. So it might end up being something fried. I don't know if it's going to be Asian or American or European. But if I were just to just pick one, something that I know is a, is a constant for me, it would definitely be an Asian food thing, just because I know it so well. I grew up around it. Other than growing up in Japan, like, I've traveled quite a bit. I'm not going to say that word that you hate, baby bird, but I travel to try food somewhere else. That is it. I'm a foodie. Foodies take pictures of their foods and post it. Yes. We take pictures of our food, but it's not to post it. It's just to like send it to family and friends and your wife who's not there because you left her to go try food somewhere else without her because you know that she wouldn't enjoy it because she's not as worldly as you. Yeah, I understand that. I, I'm not saying you have like a fucking Instagram page dedicated to all the food that you eat and like location tag services. So you'd be like, oh, I had a fucking pizza pie in Little Italy in Big Italy. I too have had a decent amount of food around the world. I could have had more. But I was also, to be frank, when I went to Japan for a while there, I was just kind of a lazy, shitty American that was like, where's the fucking McDonald's? And I didn't want to try new things. But then once I stopped being a fuckhead and tried new things, there's a lot of things I didn't like, but there was a lot of things I do like. Like cilantro, I don't like, but that's not my fault. That's just how my brain's wired. But but pizza's always been there for me. And it's also, like I grew up, Ninja Turtles was a thing. And watching them eat pizza all the time probably altered my brain chemistry one way or another. That and I don't know if I would make it look like the old Pizza Huts, but there would definitely be booths. And then like a couple tables here and there. But it would 
be more of the fast food kind of ensemble as opposed to like restaurant restaurant. The counter wouldn't be that stupid fucking zigzag where you wait. You would come in and there'd be like a separate room. So I don't know if you guys been to uh, Phil's Barbecue. Are you you're talking more like that? Like order at the counter, get your stuff ready, and then move over to your to the other side. I'm I'm just trying to imagine your setup right now. Now you would come in through a room, order, and they'd give you the thing, and you go off and you go sit in your fucking thing, and the pizza's brought to you. Okay, that sounds cool. Coyote, I imagine your restaurant to be in some kind of suburban hellscape where the parking lot is probably eight times the size of the restaurant itself. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, but the parking lot is not going to be as big as you think it's going to be because there's going to be a McDonald's playpen outside. I see where this is going. I have recommendations. Uh, John's Incredible Pizza, Chuck E. Cheese, maybe quite similar. You order at the front, you go over to your tables, some games, some coins, some tickets, some prizes, you know. Knock yourself out. Fuck Chuck E. Cheese. We're not having any stupid fucking animatronics, and that is shit-ass pizza. Chuck E. Cheese has gone. I wouldn't wipe my fucking ass with Chuck E. Cheese pizzas. Now, CeCe's Pizza, that's the kind of pizza we're having. Just absolutely terrible. Like, I have eaten in the restaurant and watched roaches, like, fucking crawl at her foot and went, huh, and continued to eat. Yeah, I, I violently vomited at CeCe's Pizza when I was in middle school after I had one slice of pizza, and it was like a, a cinnamon roll pizza? Yeah. That was where my love of dessert actually started. I remember tasting it, and I was like, wow, I love dessert. And then I threw up. It was so good. You had to have it a second time going backwards. <laughs> I've, I've never tried CeCe's Pizza. Is that an East Coast thing? Yeah, probably. But I don't know of anyone who's ever eaten at CeCe's and not thrown up at least once. So when I steal the recipe, we'll make it clean. But watch, like, that just changes the ingredients completely. It tastes nothing like that. That's what made CeCe's Pizza. CeCe's Pizza was the fucking gross bacteria in their yeast. Probably, like, Velveeta cheese or something. Cause some anal leakage or whatever. Are we talking New York pizza? Deep dish? Pizza soup? Deep dish is not pizza! <laughs> deep dish is not fucking pizza. John Stewart said it best. Deep dish pizza is a swimming pool for fucking rats. It's fucking disgusting. Chicago. With a deep dish bullshit ass pizza. Fuck Chicago pizza. I have plenty of friends from Chicago and they all say the same thing. That's a novelty. You gotta try other pizza. And I have. And it's okay. But it's not pizza. The best pizza I've ever had was in Newark, New Jersey at a place called Bruno's. And by the time you got that pizza back to the house, the box was falling apart for the amount of grease that was coming off of that fuck pizza. Healthy? No. Delicious? Yes. There's plenty different between my place and Chuck E. Cheese. It's outdoor playpen and it doesn't even have like arcade and stupid shit like that. Like there is an arcade section. That's not the point. That's not outside. That's gotta be indoors. You know you, you know how much it would cost to replace those arcade machines if I kept them outdoors? No, you send your fucking dumbass kid outside and wait to burn off the calories that they're gonna eat from this pizza because every slice is gonna be at least a thousand calories. So fatties will flock. You can only fit one fat ass in each fucking section of the booth. It'll be disgusting. But yeah, not, that's not even the best part of my restaurant. It's going to be very difficult to follow that. My, re ah! my restaurant will have no parking spaces. You have to walk your ass there if you really want to eat there. It's not going to be inclusive either. Anybody can go. And that's what entices people. They want to be there. Especially those foodie motherfuckers who are going to line my pockets. Am I going to let them take pictures of my food in the restaurant? Yeah. And then I'm going to have their picture on CCTV. That way when they come in again, I'm going to spit in their fucking food. It Location, probably somewhere, you know, downtown, greener side of the area. You know, if you're going to walk there, you might as well be somewhere nice to walk around because your surroundings have a huge impact on your appetite and how you feel 
about the food that you're eating. If you're near the river and they dump like, you know, shit water into the river, like, what are you going to eat? Fish and chips because you're British. I see the ex-chef in here has a lot of <laughs> anger. I think that's really cool. It's a lot like <laughs> the movie we watched and I feel like you might do something other than spit in their food. So you, you want it to be open to anybody. There's no exclusivity to it, right? And just a suggestion. What do you think about like a speakeasy type restaurant? You're, you're going to have a small thing. You said you want it in a place where there's like other stuff. No, they can wait the fuck outside when the vacancy sign goes green and the no goes away. I really like your sign. And I really like that it's downtown. And I decided, no, my restaurant would not be in suburban hell. It would 100% be across the street from a mall. Not connected to the mall. It's got to be across the fucking street. So all the kids that get dropped off by their moms... Have to walk their ass across that giant ass parking lot. You know, I know a similar place that had that same setup. A pizza place kind of across the mall, maybe inside of the mall. It's like Chuck E. Cheese or something. Sounds quite similar. Are you talking about at the Gurney Mall in Illinois? No goddamn rats. My fucking restaurant. No big eared, big eyed, gabagool ass fucking rats serving fucking pizza in my re- And I'm going to own the mall too. And like the only ads they'll ever play at the mall. It's going to be ads for the pizza restaurant. All of a sudden, the fucking Chuck E. Cheese pizza guy, he owns the fucking mall now. Just fucking, you have you seen Dodgeball? Hey, you. Yeah, good set over there. We'll be the global gym of pizza places. <laughs> John, great set there, buddy. Karen, pick up those fucking dumbbells. But I haven't even got to the part that's going to sell it. But where is your restaurant going to be located? I've always, and this is still my dream, and I will accomplish I will accomplish this dream i've always wanted to own like a food truck like i legit always wanted to own a food truck but not the one that like drives around all the time just working and cooking out of a food truck but then having those like the tent things so like to what's an example i guess like japan uh thailand and there was also a place in uh portland and in louisiana so they had the food truck set up the food truck setup is always cool i think it's always fun singapore the whole food center thing like those hawker things it's cool, but it's very saturated with fucking tourists, and it gets really annoying sometimes. But I like exclusivity of it, like the secret, like, oh, hey, like, have you guys heard of this spot? Which leads me to Giovanni's Strip Truck in Hawaii. Having gone there, I was like, wow, this is literally something that I would want. So as far as the restaurant itself, I would want a food truck. Geographically, though, where would you put your food truck? Would it be like outside a construction site, right down the road from like Qualcomm Stadium of where they have a bunch of like 5Ks and football games and shit like that? Or would you be more like Danny Treu's like down certain streets at certain times of the day? I know you said you didn't want to move around a whole lot, but like where would you be centralized? So the whole speakeasy thing is kind of like speakeasy of like the land. You know, you, have, you guys ever travel places and go hiking or explore and you go to this place and you're just like, wow, this why is this place here? It's so enticing to the point where like, let's try it out. Just geographically, it should not be there. Example, if you were to walk through Balboa Park or you're to walk through LACMA in LA or go hiking in uh, Portland or Seattle. When doing those hikes of or any like exploration, like I want my truck to be found, not to be looked up. I imagine if you were to go for that type of scenario, you would have to move around though. Because once a foodie find you and like post about them in their fucking hipster magazine that only is published on Tuesday because they're working as a barista the rest of the fucking week. They don't have time to edit it. Oh, but here's the best part about it is I won't only have one food truck. They'd be in different locations. Also, the the yelping and the foodie thing is mostly attractive for locals. It is. 
it's mostly attractive for locals. People who move are new to the place and move there. That's most of the time like, oh, let's yelp this new place that we found. And yes, like you, you're going to get the random fucking people like, oh, they locals that come here all the time. But the satisfaction for me is when you see like, oh, hey, how, how'd you find this place? Oh, we were literally just walking around. And- we've done that before. We're like, we've just gone out and saw a restaurant. We're like, oh, let's try there. But a lot of times, maybe it's from moving around since I was like little, little. And like growing up with the internet, even if I've lived at a place for like a while, we'll get tired of something and we'll look up local places. So you're saying you wouldn't move around. You would just have those places there and you would have your locals. I just imagine finding your truck in the back alley next to like a skate park that like the only reason you saw it was you saw a slight puff of smoke from beyond the building of an apartment complex and you and your buddies skateboarded around and finally found your way in the alley and you were like, hey, you guys hungies? I want to take you on a spiritual journey right now. Open your minds. Wake up. Imagine yourself. It's golden hour. Sun's hitting you just right. You're with your lady friend or your guy friend. You're walking around. It's a great scenery. Maybe there's a beach nearby and you see the ocean. Maybe you're at a park, a museum. Who knows? You choose. But all of a sudden, you just, you smell something, an aroma, something that you just can't help but follow. And you walk, you follow, you smell. You begin to taste it. Your senses, your olfactory senses, it begins to kick in. You salivate. You come closer. You get curious. You turn around a corner or a tree or the bend of the beach. And there it is. Just a smoke cloud coming from a barbecue pit and a food truck. I was definitely imagining something like a Belmont Park, but then you're like around a tree. And I just imagine like hikers going up this mountain. They're like, we're like five clicks from civilization around a corner. And then you're just in a food truck in the middle of fucking nowhere in the forest. I mean, where else are you going to eat? That trail mix is not going to last you all day. Sounding a lot like Hansel and Gretel. I'm going to fucking eat some people. If I found a fucking food truck in the middle of the goddamn forest and there's no roads around me, like, I am not eating there. <laughs> where'd, you, where'd you get the meat, guy? Hey there, little boy. <laughs> no, so I, I went to a, I did a cross-country road trip. I'm sure you guys have done the same. In America, greatest country in the world. So I was passing through the, was it the junction? It's called the junction. I think it's when it's like, it reaches Colorado. There's like a main junction there that everybody passes through. It's like a major tourist spot. Okay. I do know what you're talking about because one of the roads, I think it's coming up from Oklahoma, is like, fuck up. I thought my car was going to fall apart. Fuck Oklahoma. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Baby Bird's got some anger today. (laughs) So we were looking for a restaurant and it being at the junction, like there's usually not much there. There's just that local like, hey, there's a fucking McDonald's or something or, you know, whatever, some local joints. But I wanted to eat somewhere like with decent food, which is very interesting. It was like... So when I looked it up, and yes, I'm a Yelper, fucking, fucking kill me, whatever, I don't give a shit. It said this place, and it was a little bit south of this junction, but you had to go on a hike, and it was a food truck on a hike. It was at a viewpoint. Now, I guess that is the best description of where, how I would want my restaurant. Would there be anyone to find me? Would I have like high customer? Probably not, especially if it's at the junction in the middle of the country. I'd probably do it somewhere else a little bit more popular. <laughs> I feel like your location is going to be really hit or miss until you figure out where it is you're doing best at. For mine, I actually have a specific place that I thought of to put it. Still across the street from the mall. I was thinking right across the street from the mall of Georgia. There's already a lot of restaurants, including a Waffle House I can't work at anymore. But fuck all of that. It's going to be outside the mall in Greenville, North Carolina, because there's nothing to fucking do in that goddamn town. Besides skateboard, drugs, party, more drugs, find trouble, drugs, and more skateboard. That's it. There's nothing else there. Sounds like you've got great pickings for a kitchen staff. 
That is true. I was going to ask you if I could work at your restaurant because you said the customers are fucking wrong and I'm on fucking board. Fuck them. Oh, I was going to mention that I was going to have one other person working with me, but they stand outside the restaurant to keep the riffraff out when there's no vacancy available. Are you suggesting there's going to be a bouncer at your restaurant? My dream job? Yes. I will have my resume on your desk by morning. I'm down. I'm there. I'm going to own my pizza restaurant. I'm not going to work there, though. I will bounce there. Oh, God. Try to get through in that vacancy side's fucking red boy. (laughs) Fuck you. But yeah, Greenville, North Carolina. But the reason it's going to be in Greenville, North Carolina, because there's nothing else to do, is my main attraction. The ball pit, sure. Pizza, great. Is Is it Chuck E. Cheese? Fucking no. It's not Chuck E. Cheese. Because on the way out of this restaurant, there's only one exit. Fire Marshal be damned. There's only one goddamn exit. And that exit is you have to go through a blockbuster. A full store blockbuster. I'm not talking about some rinky-dink fucking Hollywood video bullshit. It's a full blockbuster. Fuck Hollywood video. Um, It'll do in a pinch. Hollywood video had the best fucking deals. Fuck you. Here's the thing, though. It's not going to be like old blockbuster. Blockbuster failed because nobody wanted to get up and go out and do anything. Netflix, you could mail in, and now you can just click, click, and it's on. But you're already out at a restaurant, and then you have to leave through a Blockbuster. And it's not like you're taking the tapes or DVDs. Oh, by the way, it's going to be only VHSs that are displayed. But none of them get taken home. You have the box out front, and at the very bottom, there's a little QR code. Any movie you want to check out, you just take out your phone, because everyone has fucking smartphones nowadays. Click that thing, you get a three-day rental of it. If you want to extend it, you can. But all you have to do is just take your phone, boop, boop, boop. You got movies for the night, you got candy, you got popcorn. We'll even sell like cutouts of stupid ass movies that come out. We'll have like the new releases and then you're on your way. You don't have to come back. You don't have to drop shit off. You don't have to mail it. You don't have to be kind. You don't have to rewind, but you get to go back and you get to, you get to have pizza. You get to go to not a Chuck E. Cheese and have your kids play out in the ball pit and try to not get fucking hand, foot, mouth disease. And then you get to go through Blockbuster and then you get to go home with your fucking family. It's an amazing Friday night. That's the restaurant I want. This is definitely a restaurant that would be in like small towns. Are you trying to expand this or just like keep it in like local homey town? There will be one in Greenville, North Carolina, and that's it. There's still a blockbuster in Oregon somewhere. I have the sticker from it and I have a t-shirt from it. It's pretty dope, but that's it. I wouldn't put it anywhere else unless someone offered me a buku amount of money and then I will sell out so fucking fast you'll think I'm Green Day. I'm getting huge Universal Studios vibes from your restaurant idea, which is fun. I love Universal Studios. Sounds like you're going to have some animatronics up in that bitch. You choose the fucking animal. I say a rat. If anything, it will be Five Nights at Freddy's. Someone's going to fucking die. And it'll be whoever suggests to bring a goddamn rat in my restaurant. I I respect the fact that you would only have one restaurant. Because I, too, would only have one restaurant. And I actually would never sell it, ever. I do respect that as well like you would only keep one restaurant so i guess the other topic of like what would make your restaurant good for you or that you would want to work at is money making money price of the food and i feel like this blockbuster thing is really a reach to make your restaurant make more money which is not bad you have to have some type of attraction i mean chuck e cheese had an attraction right am i right guys i don't appreciate being mocked <laughs> no i think Keeping with one restaurant, right? When you have multiple restaurants, you have a business, you have other people you have to pay. With keeping it only one fucking restaurant, right? I don't have all the other employees, so inflation doesn't happen with everything I have to build. I don't need trucks to send my product all over the world to all these different restaurants. It's literally one restaurant. 
I will buy the things that I need locally. So everything is super cheap because normally at the top, they get rich because they increase the prices and Timmy, who's working there for a summer job, is making minimum fucking wage. I don't care to make a shit ton of money off of this because I'm eating pizza every night anyways. I just wanted to do well. So I'll make a decent living off of it. I mean, I'll probably have another job, but this is more of a passion restaurant for me. As long as it stays positive, doesn't go in the fucking black, I'll keep the restaurant running. I feel like Baby Bird over here is like, fuck the customers. I know my food is good. Let me paint you a picture of the interior of my restaurant. Okay, so you walk in, two doors in the center, right? Concrete floor ahead of you is a half circle, and there are chairs around it. But where you sit, it's you can't see the kitchen. Above the half circle is another half circle that runs to the ceiling, a reflective mirror. And what you see in the reflective mirror is outside of the restaurant through a one-way window so nobody else can see inside. The wall on the side of the kitchen, some kind of wood, maybe oak, pretty cheap, looks nice. There's a lot of it in America. But where that reflective half circle is, there's maybe, I'd say about two feet where you can kind of peer in and see stuff if you're like, you know, bending down. That's where I serve the food from. You can't see my fucking face. You don't talk to me. You press a button for what you want. So like pepper lunch. That's delicious. I don't know what that is. It's a Japanese restaurant where you come in and like you look at the food and you press what you want and then the order gets sent back and you just sit there and you wait for them to bring the food out. You should ask Condescending Cobra. I'm pretty sure he's eating it before. It's, if you didn't know, he's live in Japan. I know. Keep your panties on. That's interesting. Didn't you and I used to live in Japan too? I don't know shit about Japanese food or Asian food. That just doesn't matter. Nani? That was a beautiful picture. I'll describe mine a little bit better, I guess. So when you walk in, it looks like kind of the entrance to an olive garden. It's got those stupid fucking booths with the cushions that's never really comfortable. So you kind of sit there and if your back hurts, you're kind of like, I hope a table opens up soon. Just it's lined along the walls, right? And if there's all the booths taken up, you're fucked. You go through, you order your fucking pizza, they hand you your fucking thing, and then you go and you sit in your booths. Now, one side of the restaurant is obviously where you walked in. It's got the kitchen in the back where we're making all the pizzas. So then you got two other sides of the restaurant. Because it's boost lined along it, and then it's got kind of a bar, kind of a couple of tables. Really 90s fast food looking kind of fucking restaurant. On the sides, definitely looks like Pizza Hut curtains with the stupid fucking lampshades that should have been over a pool table. Not where my kids fucking eat their food, where nobody dusts ever, and there's like at least an inch of dust over those. You can't really see outside because the windows are shit and they have really shitty curtains there. But on the one other fourth wall is going to be like almost glass pane so you can see outside because the playground is outside and you got to be able to see to the third story because if Timmy falls, you're not fucking suing me. You got to, you better fucking watch him to make sure he doesn't go out because there's no safety nets out there. It's all plastic and danger and like your kids are going to come out electrically charged and they're going to zap the fuck out of you every time they touch you. So you got to be careful of that too. And then you go through that when you go to leave and that's when you hit the blockbuster store. Go through that. You get your fucking video. Now out you go. It's a really long fucking restaurant. Have you been to John's Incredible Pizza? Have you heard of that? I have not. What is that? It's everything you're describing without the rat. There's a blockbuster? Minus the fucking blockbuster. I don't think anything, any restaurant would have that. You Literally, your amazing idea. It sounds nothing like my restaurant. We're talking about the fucking restaurant. Not the reach for customers with the fucking blockbuster QR code. It's not a fucking reach. Brilliant idea. It's not a reach. A brilliant idea. I agree. It is 
A brilliant Universal Studios idea. Anyway, um, that's a great description, actually. Honestly, you describing it really makes me think of my childhood. As you are describing it for yourself, as it reminds you of your childhood. I got utterly confused, baby bird, by your description of your restaurant. Half circle, full circle, up, down, mirror, left, right. I honestly got confused. All right, think of a cylinder. Cut it in half. Yep, that way. Straight up and down. Now think of a... Oh, you idiot. The building itself is a square, right? No, shut... Listen. The building is a square. Where I cook, the part that you see is a semicircle. Motherfucker. You got a square. You Look, look at my hands. You walk in, and there's a semicircle right there. That's where I cook. This is where the seats are. Oh, look at that circle. We're inside of a square. You feel me? Where the fuck is the one-sided mirror? Above where you sit, going up to the ceiling. Why do we sit on the ceiling? You're not sitting on the ceiling. We're not in Australia, mate. Crikey! Anyways, so yeah, you're sitting at essentially like a, a half-circular bar, but you can't see me fucking cooking. Don't even look at me. Don't even try. So is this like the Uchiha clan emblem thing, you know? Uh, okay. So where's the other half of that circle? You're in a square. What, is that just like empty space behind there or something? No, that's where I do all my prep work. You can't see into the actual kitchen. You can kind of see into where I'm like plating the food and all that shit. So it's a full circle. You just blocked off halfway so they don't see you fucking cook. And they're being served like fucking prisoners through a small square. <laughs> You're right about the uh, prisoners part. But no, it's, it's a half circle where I plate the food. But behind that, there's a whole fucking kitchen. You know what I'm talking about? Ovens, grills, dish pit, dry storage, walk-in freezer, walk-in fridge. I got it. Thank you. That was great. Great You're description. Welcome. Mine would be pretty simple. I would only have nine tables, four to a table. You are not allowed to fucking move those. Oh, man. If there is one pet peeve that I have at restaurants is when people move tables together. I don't know why. This is the most frustrating thing. Like, the restaurant is not meant to have, like, everyone sit at one table. That's just the type of restaurant it is. You want that shit? Go to, like, go to fucking Red Lobster or something. Or fucking, you know, like, fuck you. There are some restaurants that's for that. Some are Olive Garden. Because when you're there, your family. Some people got big families. Like some beaners. We all go eating. Because we always go out in packs like that. And you gotta shove them together. Oh, I agree. But my food truck restaurant, you will not move those fucking tables. I will bolt those. Well, I can't bolt them down. I'm on the land. I'd have to pay to be on that land. And I don't think I can do that. But... You will not move those tables. It's meant, like, you know, like I said, some restaurants are meant for, like, four to a table, not a full fucking family. You want to bring more people, cool, but you're going to sit at different tables. But it's just how, it's like the ambiance. You just have to set it up that way. There's no servers. You're going to pick up your food. It's a food truck. Because these tables are outside, one, uh, you can't bolt them down. What are they going to do? Take them from you? They're fucking bolted down. Two, are you going to have, like, the shitty umbrellas in the middle, or are you going to have, like, canopy? I'll set it up right now. Silence. Food truck. It's, it's the rounded metal... Metallic shiny ones on the outside. You know what I'm talking about? Imagine a cylinder. <laughs> so like an airstream? Yes. Then the canopy comes out of it, right? Coyote's drawing a picture right now. Not a very good one, but that looks very similar to this ramen truck that I used to go to at 2 in the morning in Japan. Right in front of Mikasa Plaza, not Park. So the food truck I'm trying to describe, I don't, it's a little hard. It's, it's like those pill looking ones. Looks like a fucking rocket without wings and shit. Like an Oscar Mayer wiener? Yes, except metallic and shiny silver all around. That shit's going to be a fucking tank. That sounds a lot like my wife's dildo bullet thing that she has. That sounds like mine. Digress. Um, so I would have that. Yes, the canopy coming out. But this would be an, a customized elongated one. A lot of the times food trucks have that extension 
It's kind of like they put a hitch on it and then they have this other thing. Well, I want it all in one. So I don't want just one window. There's going to be three windows on this bitch. It's like a fucking limousine fucking food truck. It's going to be long as fuck, boy. So I want there to be uh, three parts. So I will be serving alcohol at my food truck. That is an absolute given. So one window is going to be the food. One window is going to be the drinks. And then the last one will be the pickup. We're not having servers because I'm not going to pay for servers. So as I said, there's going to be an X amount of tables. Nine tables. It's going to look like the Catalina fucking wine mixer, my dude. Like straight up. But only on the sides. It's gonna, you're going to have like two to four round tables just so people can coke and joke, have a drink, wait for their food. But you are not allowed to sit until you get your fucking food. And that's how I'll be able to manage the flow of it. Like food truck places, it's hard finding seats. That's because everyone's walked around. They've looked at five different food trucks. They finally get their food. They sit down. They eat it. And they're like, I'm just going to sit here for a little bit because my cankles are fucking killing me. And you're like, get up. Just fucking move. My kids are fucking tired too. We got our meatball subs. I just want to eat, bitch. Move. My bunions are hurting. <laughs> Catalina Wine Mixer. Fancy but not fancy. Uh, definitely a golden hour restaurant. Time-wise, I'm only going to be open like 4 5 p.m. to the late night. Because there's drinks. Food will be closed at a certain time. We will be making a lot of our money on those drinks. Finger foods will already be prepped and ready for selling. So there's technically no hot cooking. Now to describe more outside, since it's nighttime, everyone wants to go with the, um, with the Christmas lights. It's cool. It's nice. I like the lanterns. I love the lanterns type of ambiance. Not Chinese lanterns. You fucking racist. Japanese ones. <laughs> Ward off evil spirits, dude. It wouldn't be like the Asian ones, although they, I do love the Japanese ones. The Japanese ones are probably my favorite lanterns, but it would be similar to the ones that you know how you, sh you fly them off into the fucking sky. Yeah, so it would be hovering there, tie it off. So anytime you want to light it, just it'll be set on a, like its own like pedestal around the area. But then when it comes like nighttime, you just light them all up. They float up and it's just floating lanterns. That gives me like Hogwarts Great Hall fucking vibes with like the candles that are like floating above you. I like it exactly now let me take you on the spiritual journey at hogwarts <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> i think that's kind of where it, my imagination is deriving from right now but you know how they find these random bars and pubs all over in like hogwarts like if you're at a fucking school why is there a, a bar right outside of your school for these little middle school high school kids right now it's where they find the magic no pun intended it's not at hogwarts it's the town that's next to them that's why it's hogsmeade that's why Harry Potter couldn't go because his aunt and uncle wouldn't sign a permission slip that he could go there. But then he was able to sneak his way there. He had to go through miles of tunnel to get there. It was the one that they were all hanging out at. I don't know if you remember that. It was winter scene. The Asian girl was there. Is that Hogsmeade? I'm not a super big Harry Potter geek about it. I, I do. I, I enjoyed watching it thoroughly. But yes, so that, that would be my ambiance of how my restaurant would be. And it would suck if it rained. You walk into my restaurant, it's dead fucking silent. There's no music playing. You're like, man, I hope this guy has like some fountain drinks. No motherfucker, only water. You are not dirtying your palate when you put my food in your mouth. That's literally it. Will there be any pairings? Absolutely no alcohol in my restaurant. Stress factor might be a little high because there's a fucking bouncer outside and there's no music playing and there's 12 seats and you can't see anything that I'm doing. And I know there are some people that like to have it their way. That's why I have a bouncer. And that's why I have no alcohol. So you don't get fucking brave. And you don't get stabbed with my chef knife. 
I think it's time to judge restaurants. Do a quick recap. So we got Coyote over here with the family feeling of nostalgia. Uh, we got the prison baby bird. Literal no foodies, no alcohol. no alcohol. The bouncer or the chef will kill you. Is there a tarp or an umbrella outside for the bouncer that's standing there in the rain? That's all I want to know. It's actually slate outside and above you. There's like a slate overhang, so no matter how hard it pours, you will stay so dry. And you're allowed to beat the fuck out of anybody that tries to get under there to get out of the rain. That's my fucking property. Restaurant, food, I feel like would probably be five stars. Ambiance, real uncomfortable. I feel like all your chairs are going to be 90 degrees, maybe even like 86 degrees just to make it really uncomfortable. So comfortability, maybe a two. The bouncer is probably a really good looking dude, so I'll give you a five for looking at him, which is me. No alcohol, oh, that drops it down to three for me. Uh, all in all, I would say probably 3.5 stars for your restaurant. Jesus fuck. I guess we'll start at a five. I'm, I'm just going to imagine myself going to this restaurant right now. Let's put myself in these fucking these shoes of this customer. Where's the rest of the circle? <laughs> <laughs> it's a sunny circle. It's half. Which way, which way are we cutting the cylinder again? Up and down! <laughs> Hot dog style, I am. Across, that's a whole circle! <laughs> Alright, cool. I want to go somewhere nice. I want to take my lady somewhere nice. Cool. Yeah, let's look up this fancy-ass restaurant. Oh, the chef. He's renowned, world-renowned chef. Go to this restaurant. This fucking freaky-ass bouncer in the front. He's looking at me with him googly eyes. Nazi haircut. Might be a Nazi. Go in. Have a reservation so he doesn't beat my ass. Oh, yeah, there's no reservations. That's right. I just walk my ass in and say, what's up, bitch? Sorry, the sign says vacancy. We're good. Walking in. Ladies there. We're dressed nice. I imagine walking in and like, yes, seats look uncomfortable as fuck. Like, I, I got to sit proper posture the whole time. Yeah, so I'm going to eat like a robot, basically. Half circle. Fucking weird. Food being served after I push a button through a little square hole. Very fucking weird. We're, we started at five. We're at three. That's right. It's Trey. Still fucking weird. I don't see who the fuck is cooking my food or what the fuck he's doing with it. Like any other restaurant. So I can't really take that into consideration. Still at three. Take the food out. I feel like there's not going to be much food on there. First of all, he's doing it seasonal. Very limited on what you have. So very scarce amount of food on there. But quality. Goddamn quality. So I'm, at, I'm still at three here. I'm going to have to move it up to a four. But the fact that you said no alcohol, no pairing gonna have to bring that 0.5 down so 3.5 also the factor of being scared for my fucking life <laughs> is going to keep it below a four i meant to say this earlier it, your restaurant definitely seems like a it's not a place i would take my kids because of a bouncer and a deranged chef that probably has a cocaine problem in the background so no it would definitely be a date night place the food would literally have to be top tier like top tier shit and you'd have to do something different like serve a little bit more than usual as far as like making people enticing people to go there but it's not so top tier fucking food it better be top tier so it sounds like solid 3.5s from both of us that's a pretty good score i love golden hour and i love food trucks you have alcohol i do love alcohol for myself not for others in my restaurant honestly after a long day of walking around and shit i see a food truck i hate going into restaurants after spending all day outside if i'm outside for like nine plus hours walking around maybe hiking i do just want to continue sitting out it's weird i just want to continue sitting outside and eating outside i don't want to go into air conditioning you get that yuck on you and you don't want to go inside where it's all nice and cool and feel the yuck more yeah and scenery like i mentioned earlier scenery plays a big part we're eating golden hour 
outside near a forest or like a cliff or some shit. Like I'm imagining the lanterns and a wooden fence and there's rolling hills below us. There's like trees on a hillside above us. Oh my God. I feel like I could live out here in a cabin and come to this food truck every day. 4.5 stars. So I don't ever want to run across your truck in the woods. I feel like that would freak me the fuck out. Like I wouldn't know where the meat comes from. I want to know why you're following me outside of work. Number two. But I feel like it would be in a real weird place, right? Like if I was younger, back alley outside an old skate park. But now I feel like the family and I have been out at Balboa Park walking both our dogs. Just tired as shit. Hot, sweaty. We got like knickknacks here and there. We went to a couple museums. We're about to go home. But there's nothing at the house. So we don't want to fucking make anything. Wife's tired. I'm tired. Our mini chef's tired. And in the middle of the San Diego Zoo parking lot, for some fucking reason, there's your truck perfect placement because we're about to leave and it's like it's a little ways down from our car but you've blocked off like two lanes of fucking parking spots just for these tables you have out here and the wife has decided she'll drive i can have a drink fantastic so we go up i order oh it's asian food i don't mind asian food sometimes it's been a long day you know what i've been sweating lost a lot of salt asian food's got a lot of salt in it maybe a little msg what kind of alcohol do you have let me ask you that is it beers or is it spirits beers coronas it's an Asian fucking place. Tiger beer. Sing Tao. Sapporo, Asahi. Definitely tigers. I do like tigers. Fuck no red horse. <laughs> I will have two tigers or two Asahis, whichever one's colder. Get my food. My kids love Asian food. They're down for it. Man, that fits almost perfect. I'm just not a huge fan of Asian food. And so because I'm biased, it's going to knock it down one for me. I think I'm going to say four stars, but probably would return. And the whole family ate. So, yeah, pretty good. I think it's a little hard to rate it because I didn't give specific foods. But like you said, like the whole seasonal thing and having certain, but definitely having constants on my menu. Like for me, as far as a food truck, you always have to have a constant in order to keep customers coming back for what they like. But definitely going to be experimenting the artistic part of being a cook or a chef. Which is why I like the food truck idea because you can, you can play with it so much. But now to go on to Coyote's restaurant. Because this place no longer exists... I'm going to co-take the name from them, and it's going to be the Imagination Station. Now to describe and rate Coyotes. Definitely the nostalgia feel. I love the nostalgia feel, especially describing it, you know. Pizza is always a good go-to. You can't really fuck pizza, but from the sounds of the CC's place, you can. But it, ta- <laughs> it, sound- it sounded like it tasted delicious. It just didn't come out right. I guess it came out delicious. But... Yeah, you can't really fuck up pizza, especially when it's not deep dish, because fuck deep dish, it's not pizza. If you were serving, like, New York slices or something like that, wow. I fucking love New York slice pizza. Shit's good. It's a pie, by the way. Nostalgia definitely keeps the rating up. Definitely home. You wouldn't find this place anywhere else. If you were a passerby, or even if you were a local, this place would be good. Keep Still keeping that at a five. I, I fucking love that whole blockbuster plan, and it's, it's super cool. But the fact that it's attached to your restaurant, I, I think it's a reach. It's definitely attraction and attraction. Like I said, Chuck E. G's had an attraction. John's Incredible Pizza's got an attraction. Many places got a attraction. I digress. So the fact that you had to attach a blockbuster to it, it's going to bring me down to a four. Because, yes, it's the home feeling. But why can't you just own a fucking blockbuster separate from this fucking pizza place? Why does it have to be attached to the restaurant? Have it across the mall. You own the mall. Set it up yourself. That's why Blockbuster died. Nobody wanted to go out to it. But you're already at a restaurant headed home. Get a movie. Blockbuster died because they didn't want to switch to fucking digital copies that you can just easily attain. You are switching to that. 
your attraction's already there for a blockbuster. Sorry, imagination station. <laughs> no, the fact that you have the QR codes and it's like the whole like, you have the home feeling. I wouldn't really say you would own a restaurant. You, if you owned a plaza, bro, you would body the fuck out of that plaza. That would be a cool ass plaza. Have a, a retro plaza. Ooh, having all these retro things that got taken away, but upgrading them because no one had the balls to fucking do it. That would actually be really cool. And you could put a Hollywood video right next to it just to compete because it's your <laughs> plaza. Let it go. <laughs> I'm going to stick with a four, maybe a 3.5 just because it was reaching. But there's nothing that really puts you above because it's just pizza and you can't go wrong with pizza. So it's a consistent thing. Yeah, I agree. Pizza, basically just a safe bet. The blockbusters because... I just miss it so goddamn much. <laughs> Your idea is so goddamn tacky, and I love it. I love tacky things. I love pizza. I don't know if you saw, but for about 10 days in a row, I ate a whole pizza every fucking day for lunch, and it was the same pizza. I shit my brains out for 10 days. Granted, when you were working your ass off, I don't think tastes... Is really a high consideration. Which goes to show how much I love pizza. I do appreciate the tug for nostalgia. I feel like your restaurant would garner a lot of attention from people our age. Like, a lot. Because we all remember as kids going to Blockbuster, getting that box candy. And if your parents are rich, you get the bagged candy like I did. While Alpaca stood outside the Blockbuster just watching us eat all the candy. Precisely. Yeah, I, I, I'd say four stars. For sure, based on the fact that because there is a blockbuster, and honestly, a lot of people would probably only go to the blockbuster if they weren't feeling the mood for pizza. So like, oh, there's a fucking blockbuster. Let's go check it out. Oh, they have movies. Wow, we got to download an app. Let's get out of here. You don't even download an app. It's a QR code. It just pops up. I'll work out a deal with Apple, and I'll work out a deal with Android. Cut out all the extra bullshit. Solid restaurants. I would eat at all of them. Maybe once for, for years. The point is for you to only eat at my restaurant once. Yeah, because you wouldn't be leaving there. You'd be dead. Imagine you don't send the food back there. Like, ever. Like, this is what I ordered. Just eat it, Stuart. Just put your fucking head down. Eat it. <laughs> but I, I think it's really good restaurants. I like them. Uh, These are. This is not just an idea, by the way. Don't talk about it so lightly. I said this is my dream. It will happen. If you create your dream, I'll look into making the Imagination Station. Yeah, I don't know if you realize how passionate the three of us got to talking about our restaurant ideas. And if you wanted to take your food to go, I would bag it up and then fucking chuck it at you through that little opening. But you can still take it for sure. If you can fucking catch it, eat your food. With how we talked about how much food you're going to be serving, if a motherfucker tries to pack the little amount of food that was served to him, you better kill him. <laughs> what the fuck is that noise again? It's the zookeeper. He's coming to kill us. What? No, that's not what he's doing. What the fuck is happening? Don't believe his lies. Jesus. We'll see you next time at The Danger Zone.